Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. I am both, and joining me this week is... Sleepy Sapien. <laughs> and? <laughs> and Fergandy's here, wide awake and bright-eyed. Yeah. Shut up, you got an hour on me. <laughs> you got more than an hour, trust me. <laughs> well, though, I mean, you guys are, well, you know, you're not really in the Eastern time zone. Somebody just really screwed up when they drew the line. But, you know, at least at least Berg's has got a, a legitimate claim to the Eastern time zone. Well, whether or not I have a legitimate claim, the fact does remain that I am in Eastern time zone, <laughs> meaning that I have an hour less sleep than you. I'm sorry everybody else does it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, if that's the argument, shouldn't we all be on the same time as, like, Japan or something? Um, they're no. 18 hours ahead of us, so no. <laughs> well, why Why not? We should, you know... Stock market runs on Eastern time. That's therefore everybody else should. Yeah. Uh... Money makes the world go around. Shut up. Well, and if you haven't figured out, Gamer's Ledge Podcast is a free video game <laughs> podcast <laughs> bringing you timely news about something we and we think you are passionate about. If you'd like to support us so we can keep making podcasts, please do visit the website at GamersLedge.com where you can read more stories, uh, look at video reviews when I ever have time to post them, which I don't, so that's not been happening. And now I have like six of them that I have to do. And let's talk about what you're all playing this last uh, week and a half. So, Neo? Yeah, first, um, I have to apologize to uh, those of you out there that, that hit up the Google site. Uh, had a busy week, a week and a half last time, so i kind of been neglecting it. So I didn't notice you guys commented out there. So um, I've, I've thrown some comments back out there, replies. Uh, I will be keeping tab better tabs on the site. So, uh, And, you know, if I got any help in that area, it would be awesome. Uh, so... Want to be a you community know. manager? No. Want to work with uh, Emo Neo? Hop! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> God. God. So anyway, playing. Um, yeah, I've done some of that recently. Um, let's see, uh, last night I was playing. Uh, what's it called? Plants vs Zombies. So still working on that. Uh, Zombie Tycoon 2 was not this past week's, but a week's ago's uh, free download for Plus. Uh, played that. Uh, it, I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, Sly Cooper 3, trying to finish off the uh, the old school Slys. Um, Defiance. Haven't played much this last week, but a week ago I played more. Speaking um, of, the TV show got renewed for season two. Yep. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, so another 13 episodes, which I thought was interesting because... Uh, I mean, I've watched the pilot in the next two episodes. I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but I, I can see potential and I can see stuff there. But, and if it had been any channel other than sci-fi, I'm not sure it would have caught on for season two right now. But they haven't canceled Revolution yet either, so what do I know? Um, anyway, let's see. What else have I done? Uh, what else have I done? Uh, oh, yeah, I caught up on Revolution since it came back from the break and, you know – it is the best horrible TV on show on TV, so 
Um, you know, I, I, I basically keep watching for Billy Burke because he does rock the character he's playing and everyone else around him just kind of sucks. But I have no idea what revolution is. Revolution. Uh, basic premise is the power goes out in the world and the at least the United States. We don't know anything about Europe, although there's been mention of them now. Damn you, um, Snake Pliskin. Yeah, basically, it's it's uh, it's it's one part uh, Escape from L.A. It's one part uh, Hunger Games, because the United States breaks up into individual um, republics or kingdoms or there's like the 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 uh, the what the heck's his name? It's where the show takes place, and I came in the Monroe Republic, and then there's the the country of texas i don't even know what its title is and there's the the georgia i don't even remember what it's called but georgia is you know it's basically florida through like north carolina and they call it all georgia uh so the so the country is broken into five or six individual nation slash kingdoms and you know they're all scrabbling for resources and well you know then then we come across our main characters who the parents have something to do with the power going out. So then it becomes uh, – basically, if think about this. Think about uh, a semi-post-apocalyptic place where everyone still has hair products, base, and lip gloss <laughs> um, and apparently showers randomly when you're trekking a 1,000 miles across the country with no power. You can just randomly get a shower anywhere because they're always clean. Um uh, and written by uh, ex-JRPG story writers from the 90s. So every single JRPG trope that ever existed has happened in this show. Um, on a rescue quest to go save the main character's brother, while at the same time finding out about the mystery about why the power went out. So it literally is. I, the best way to describe it is it's a JRPG that takes place in America post-19, or post-2000s. Um, but there was no nuclear like blowout or anything. So it's a really interesting premise, but it's just horribly acted. And and not to mention, if you're not a fan of the uh, 1990s JRPG tropes, it gets very tiresome for a lot of folks. But personally, since I love them, it, it's 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 not really a good show, but I enjoy it. So See, I'm already experiencing that chest apprehension. I don't know how else to call it. You know where your chest tightens and you realize you're going to have to do lots of grinding. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no grinding involved. But it yeah, basically like watching it is grinding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really. I mean, and and Billy Burke who um if you know who he is or not, um I'm assuming you've been uh encouraged slash forced to sit through the Twilight movies. He's Bella's dad. Um is is a pretty awesome Eric actor, and and he rocks the the character that he plays. He's basically the 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 super skilled warrior with a secret past from from the JRPG. Wait, does he does he have the mustache still? Uh, no, he oh. has he has eternal scrubble. Oh no, scrubble. see. And an if eye patch. There has to be an eye patch. If he'd well, been no, rocking no, the no eye patch, but if he'd been rocking the stash while being the super badass warrior, then I would have been all over that. No, Just... he and he looks way younger than he did in Twilight in the Twilight series too, which I find is really interesting. Cause now I have absolutely no idea how old he is because it might be CG. Uh, I think it's makeup actually, which is is hilarious because how is it the last episode or a couple episodes ago the main girl character. Um, they're, they're doing the whole, 
hide the people in the coffins on the cart and we'll dress up as soldiers and try to get through the the gate, right? And she's completely void of makeup. Her hair's all tousled, all of her face makeup is off, no lip gloss. You know, they cut the scene, come back into the next one, and she's all done up again. It's like, when the hell did you have time <laughs> to put makeup on? Where the hell do you hide your lip gloss and where the hell do you get it from? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil I'm not going to spoil something off of the last, the latest uh, episode of Defiance, the TV show, mm -hmm. but you know how you, that's, that's a, a plot hole, right? Because, you know, how could she have done that? Right. They have a glaring plot hole in the latest uh, episode of Defiance, and I was like screaming at the TV, <laughs> and the missus was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you screaming at the TV? I'm like, because that's already because this had already happened or something like that. And anyways, it turned out to be part of the actual story. So kudos to the writing team for doing that. Um, but I thought that was really smart because normally you just see that stuff and it's just one of those things that totally bothers you and takes you out of the, the suspension of disbelief of the show. But I thought that was really smart and sorry, you, you with your makeup reappearing just kind of reminded me of that. No, yeah, well, it's 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 hilarious because I mean, part of part of the show is just plot holes that you can fly a, a gas giant through. It just it, they're 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 huge. They're glaring. People make terrible decisions for no discernible reason. Um, you know, it's, that's why I compare it to like a, a '90s JRPG because it's the same thing. You've just got these people making really stupid decisions for no real reason, and just things that are just glaringly obviously not right and yeah but you know at the end it's still fun so i guess that's why i watch it because i still have fun watching it anyway uh also played the uh demo for blood dragon and oh my god um i, I don't know how i have managed to not spend i think what is it 15 bucks on that yet that was just ridiculously awesome um not very kid-friendly because um, they do swear about every other word they say. But, uh, you know, it, it totally makes fun of every first-person shooter trope, every 1980s sci-fi action movie that ever was made. Um, and it does make me a little concerned about Far Cry 3 because there's this animation where you, uh, after you kill one of these zombie android robot cyborg things where you go collect and you rip their heart out as a collectible um so i'm, I'm thinking oh my gosh is this like in far cry 3 <laughs> because I'm, I'm starting to wonder what in the world this game is exactly about well, since you asked i actually just started far cry 3 the other day um i actually went to a a, a one of those places where you can pay like three bucks and get an hour of computer time Mm -hmm. uh, and I sat down with Far Cry 3, and I have to say that it's probably one of the best openings to a game I've ever played. The, the animation is fantastic. The voice acting is amazing. The graphics are really, really good, and now I, I'm kind of sad that I didn't go further with that. I, I Somebody spoiled the ending for me. So I know bits and pieces about the ending, but uh, I have to say that this setup is one of the best that I've seen in a video game ever. So just FYI. Too bad it's a shooter. Yeah, I know. It's another shooter I don't want to play. 
um but so that was that was a it, it was really fun it was entertaining um i you know still sucked at the shooting parts but the 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 environment you know everything's neon and got like tron lines on it and so it was it was pretty awesome and since you brought this up one more time sorry to interrupt uh no you're uh, not corridor digital on youtube actually did a uh blood dragon uh video with effects and everything and it's pretty kick-ass so if you haven't watched that yet you should hmm Corridor Digital is, of course, the one that did uh, the glitch yeah. with Mario, and yeah, it's really good. And several other videos. Oh, yeah, lots, of, including dubstep guns. Dubstep guns! Wait for it. <laughs> dubstep guns. I'm not sure if I've seen that one or not, but anyway. Um, so then, also, looking forward to, actually, when I wrote this, I was looking forward to, I actually started digging into Sleeping Dogs, which, did I mention, was fully... Uh, yeah, that's your little Adam Sandler impression. Yeah, please don't ever do that um, again. <laughs> what do you mean, fui? Okay, you did it again. <laughs> he said, please. <laughs> um, that's your punishment for getting me up this early. Um, the, uh, yeah, it was, uh, PlayStation Plus. That so. did not sound right. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay, we are, you know, at least, what, 400 miles Six, apart, yeah, so there, 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 there's, there's that. There's a lake. There's a lake. Wow, in that's impressive. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say I have a really long reach. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, PlayStation Plus, again, saves the day. Uh, a game that I basically bailed on because it, it's not in my normal wheelhouse of games, but yet seemed completely awesome with the whole uh, Hong Kong crime movie motif and uh after playing through the first mission level i, I have to say it, it pretty much nails that hong kong movie feel although i do keep having to look to the subtitles to get the translations and i i i, I, I yeah. I'm. I wish the subtitles were bigger, like they are in an actual like Hong Kong movie. <laughs> they are because kind of small, yes. They're, 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 you got to look at it like you got to. And you miss what's going on in the screen, and it's like it takes you out of it because the the subtitles are so small. Um, anyway, minor minor gripe. Um, and then uh, today, actually, uh, um, uh, I'll be uh, heading over to see Iron Man three finally. So uh, hopefully, I'll have some thoughts on that later. Uh, been rocking out the Doctor Who reviews actually on time, well-ish, before the next episode comes out at least. Uh, that, that's that's my minimum goal. Uh, so, uh, you know, getting those out, uh, waiting for you lazy bastards to actually watch the show so that I can, you know, actually well, talk about it. You're getting close. They're almost to six, right? Um, so, so, I don't know. Yeah, we've had seven, eight, yeah. I think this week will be six, actually. Right, so I'll catch up here in the next week or two. Um, but then there's only, what, one more episode? And oh, so well, see, then I'll wait for that. See, it's, then. see, it's Nightmare in Silver tonight. That's the Neil Gaiman episode. Oh, I can um, wait. Because, you know, you've all seen The Doctor's Wife, right? So, uh, yeah. The one where the TARDIS comes to life oh yes 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 okay yes, yes, yeah yes. that's the other neil gaiman episode um oh, I, I did not yeah. know that either that you didn't oh yeah that's, great episode too. that was an amazing episode so I, I and he's doing his own take on cybermen so they basically gave him complete freedom to do whatever he wanted to do with cybermen oh wow so um i have a feeling that the cybermen are going to be incredibly freaking scary i almost did it again by the way 
incredibly freaking <laughs> scary. That's what uh, I think they're going to be. It, it, it basically it does look very much like uh, the traditional from behind the couch episode. So, um, are both of you familiar with that terminology? No, yeah. but it evokes things that <laughs> you better explain. <laughs> The whole thing with Doctor Who, especially in the UK when it was was coming out, and and when it was in the UK coming out, it was in you know twenty five minute serials. So you know each episode was twenty five minutes long. It came out once a week. You know by the time I was watching it in the US, we were watching it on PBS, and all the serials had been mushed together to make one giant episode, um, almost of movie length. So we were basically watching an entire story arc, which was usually an entire series at one sitting. Um, anyway, the proposed since it was it was uh it was uh, aired as a family show so even though it had all these monsters and for the time quite a bit of action and and scary things it was it was billeted as a family show in the sunday night slot and the position that most kids watched the show was from behind the couch because it was scary um so that's kind of the the traditional position to watch a doctor who episode was from behind the couch all right then. Okay. Apparently that didn't go over as well as I thought it would. But anyway, um, <laughs> so ah uh, yes, what else? Oh yes, I've been uh, actually playing some of the SingStar. Uh, my daughter, I, I downloaded the 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 play, the free player that came out. I don't know how long ago that came out. And um, my daughter actually started getting into uh, singing. Um, she's she's been doing dance for a while, and so she's kind of started wanting to do singing. And you know, while Rock Band works okay for that, I figured, well, this game is actually designed around singing. And oh, by the way, it's got the videos, so that's pretty cool too. So we downloaded a few of them, and, and then I ended up actually buying the SingStar mics with one of the SingStar discs because that's the only way I can figure out you can actually get two people to do the duets and sing competitively and stuff. And so now it's like all over the house and I've been doing some of that with my kids. Um, and then... Wait, before you move on. No. I, I have a gripe. Okay. And I need to air here. So <clears throat> before Rock Band came out, uh, <laughs> I actually am very much into singing and I love karaoke. And I had spent literally about 200 bucks on SingStar. And what Sony did not really mention at the time, <clears throat> I did this when SingStar first came out, meaning at the beginning of the console life cycle. Right. So you can only download those once. Mm -hmm. And really? so <clears throat> you can download them. As, well, let me repeat. Let you can only download them on one user on one console. Correct. And uh -huh. so I have replaced PS3 since then because the first one died. Right. And so I have no way to get my investment back. So I have a game that is completely worth I downloaded the free player because I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't even know where the disc is. I'll just download the free player and play it. And nope, I have exactly one song. <laughs> so I think that's really dumb. So just FYI. Yeah, because that was gonna, that was that was a frustration, and, and also part of the reason the decision to buy the 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 game with the microphones instead of just the microphones um, was that you know I went downstairs to my account on I have I have an upstairs PS3 and a downstairs PS3, and I went downstairs, got the 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 player fired up, went to the store. I could see all the songs, all like five of the songs that I had bought. But it, you try to download them, it says uh, something licensed, blah, blah, can't do it, 
can't download it to more than one PS3 system. So it, it doesn't follow the standard rules of huh. of of multiple systems. Here, I thought it was neat that they let you play, like you can throw in the old PS2 discs and everything like that, and it'll let you use all the songs from like all the old discs. It will. So I thought that was that. cool. That is cool. Yeah. And so that that's kind of been the what they now that now that we've got the SingStar two or Volume two or whatever it's called disc, you know, they've been able to play upstairs and downstairs. Because um, you know, sometimes every once in a while, you know, my wife or I want the upstairs TV. Um, and by whenever I mean a lot. Uh, so, um, and, and we don't we, we haven't really uh, talked much about music recently. Uh, music uh, Bergs back in Rev One of the show or Rev One Point Five of the show. Uh, we we always uh, tied off the tied off the show with a song, and we had some music stuff, but. Uh, I've I've been hearing and had the song uh, Trenches from Pop Evil, um, which I think I threw up on Facebook a while back, mm-hmm. uh, um, in my head, stuck in the gray matter for a while now, and it's, I'm I'm digging the song. I like it. I actually like Pop Evil. I I only found out about them like a year ago. I guess they've been around for forever. So um, anyway, new album dropping on May 14th called Onyx. Uh, it'll be on iTunes and God knows what other digital distribution and there will also be physical discs for those few people out there who actually still buy physical discs um so yeah i better stop talking or this is going to be an hour of me just talking it's okay. this is what happens when you I have get up too early in the morning <laughs> you've got nothing burgundy <laughs> well i've been i started this new job a few weeks ago so i'm in my third week of the job third week of the job i've already done a 15 hour day in the middle of the week <laughs> I think I put in 55 and a half hours this week. So I really didn't have much time for anything. You know what? I have to say, that's not an excuse. I put in a, <laughs> what, let me let me think about this. I started at 6. I ended at uh, 9.30. So that's a 12. Yeah, 15 and a half hours yesterday. Yeah, but I'm also trying to do other stuff. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> see, he's got like real friends oh, and I other see. hobbies. And, like I, uh, I bought... I bought a guitar this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. And new Lego sets. I hate you. Oh yeah, I got the I got the X wing. <laughs> the X wing. And the funny thing is, is when he sent that to me, I knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> well, see, so it sounds like you've been doing lots of nerd stuff. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. But I, as far as video games. Oh mama, well, what other nerd uh, stuff? You I was been able doing? to. I was able to finish Injustice, which is awesome. Everybody should play that. Which, um, if you. We if you like play. fighting games, if you like fighting games, or or if you just like, or if you just like DC superheroes, just play through on easy just to get the story. I mean, it's it's just so much. The game itself is so much fun to play, so it, it's just worth it. The story is awesome, um, and there's just tons of like cutscenes. I mean, this thing could be packaged into a little movie easily, and it's good. <laughs> You know, so, I, I I figured this would be the good spot to talk about it because I know we talked about it before the show, but I don't think Neo was on the line yet. No. Uh, so, Neo, uh, I had like mo- this this week is Mother's Day, uh, and I had this like romantic dinner all planned out, and I told her about it, and she was all excited for it. We were going to go to a Greek restaurant, and she started watching me watching Twitch uh, Injustice on Twitch TV, and Harley Quinn came up. And she's like, what game is that? And I said, this is Injustice. It's the one I've been telling you about for a while now. And she said, can we cancel my Mother's Day dinner and just get that instead? 
And I said, yes, yes, we can, if that's what you really want. And she said, yes, I'd rather just grill out on the back porch and, and play Injustice with you. And I said, done. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> with my arm. I guess. So, yeah, now I have The injustice. things I do for you. <laughs> <laughs> So you I did agree. make it into a big deal, right? So this is this is a the you, know, you had well, to make that into a big deal, right? You know, I, I do I do have to say that <clears> the surprising <throat> thing was I tried to go to GameStop last night, but they close early now for some reason <laughs> because um, nobody buys games from them. I guess so. I went to Walmart instead and picked it up there. And if you buy it at Walmart, just as an FYI, uh, you actually get um, uh, Marvel versus uh, or DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat for free. Wow. So just FYI, that's a $20 game you get for free just by going to Walmart and buying it there. So FYI. It's a shame it's not the European version with the better Joker fatality. Well, you know, I was looking for that because if they would have had one at Walmart with the stick, I totally would have bought it. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. What else have you been doing this week? Um, I actually have um, on a 3DS, I got the Lego uh, City game. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's that one? It's I think it's called Lego City. Undercover. Oh, okay. Well, Lego City it. Undercover, I believe. Yeah, that's it. And um, I think that's it. So I started playing a little bit of that. And it's fun and everything, but you can tell it's real. It's going to be light, but I'm having fun with it. So you know, it's a nice little distraction there. Um, saw Iron Man 3 twice. <laughs> um, really liked it. Um, I can see. I'm, I'm curious what Neo's thoughts are going to be on it. I really enjoyed it. I think he should enjoy it. Um, what else is going on? Um, I got the the big Lego X-wing for May the Fourth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made this Lego made this set where they re-engineered and just made this like giant spiffy X-wing with like you know really smooth S foil motion and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it is really the thing's a work of art. It's it's their I don't even know does the model I just call it the model line so like I've got the Super Star Destroyer that's the or not the Super Star Destroyer the Imperial Star Destroyer that's the only one I've got from that line mm-hmm. but the first one was the was the the Corellian Corvette also commonly called the Blockade Runner mm-hmm. uh, Tanami Four the second one was an X Wing actually I think the third one was a Tie Fighter and then then they started going with the big ships and they had the Imperial class Star Destroyer, the Super class Star Destroyer, the the Death Star two. Where did they go from there? And there was, well, I think it was a, it was a shuttle. Was it the the Lambda class shuttle? Did they make one like that? Because I remember there was a big one that was a regular set minifigure scale. Well, right, there oh, was no, a no, minifigure no, no. scale, they, but there was a there was a I think there was one of the model. Yeah, they did a they did do a fancy shuttle. Um, after that. I think they did a B-Wing, which I got. Oh, yeah, the B-Wing. I have the B-Wing. I never built that And then that the yet. X-Wing is the next one. Yeah, you know, and then there's... No, no, they also did a um, 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 Obi-Wan's fighter, I think it was one. Really? I don't remember seeing that one. Yeah. Um, I have to say I appreciate you guys. <laughs> We're talking about something and you have absolutely no idea because one, it's Star Wars and you hate Star Wars and two, and it's Legos and I, I don't think I've ever heard you say the word Lego. Well, no, I, I just – it's fascinating to me because, you know, it's amazing what rabbit holes we can go down. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, they're, but they're no, many and deep. You know, I don't hear you guys talk about Transformers and Generation 1 collectible 
employees, and I, that's one of my things. I I can definitely appreciate, you know. Oh, so we haven't talked about my shrine to Starscream? <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> but, I think we could all go down the G1 hole pretty quick. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yes. I, I, I have this love for Starscream, and I have a bunch of Starscream collectibles, shall we say. So is uh, it G1 Starscream or subsequent ones? Um, well, a little, a little of the subsequent ones, but mostly G1 stuff. I have got that um, Revolve, was it, what are they called? Um, Revoltec? Yeah. Yeah, the Kyoto Revoltec. Yeah, they're, they're like a small figure, but they're built, they're, they're made just in robot form. Mm -hmm. And it's completely G1 Starscream. Nice. From like, you know, the cartoon style. Nice. Um, just in robot form and just perfection and super poseable. Um, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I've seen yeah. those as well. Yes, yeah. it's great. And then I have the big boy. Um, I don't know if you remember seeing these things. They're like a 12-inch, fully transformable Starscream, but it's like it's really well done. And I actually have the. They had an add-on kit for it. It was the crown and cape when he was <laughs> briefly yes. the rightful leader of the Decepticons. <laughs> And uh, then I have, like, a bunch of little stuff. Um, there was, like, remember those uh, there was little, like, uh, kid stuff they put out with, like, the Star Wars Galactic Heroes or something mm -hmm. like that? They did a Transformers line. So I have, like, you know, his from that. Um, and then I went to, like, you know, one of those Comic-Cons one time. And I just went around buying up um, artist versions of Starscream. Nice. So I have all these, like, one-of-a-kind art prints of... Starscream, just from like all these different artists and stuff like that. So my only question is for your shrine, are the candles white or black? <laughs> They're purple. Well, it could be, yeah. Or it could be red, because he's got red in his wings. They're gray and purple. <laughs> okay, just checking. Um, but Not, but you guys remember what the G1 Starscream figure looked like, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing was horrible. <laughs> well, but the funny part was they were all that exact same yeah, all the planes died, were that just, exact same. Except yeah. for except, except for Jetfire, uh, um, Jetfire and Dirt. It was actually uh, Robotech or right. Cross. Yeah, but uh, there was one that was separate, which was, I believe, Dirge. He was uh, blue and uh, tan. Yeah, but uh, he was later. Yeah, but he was still Gen 1. So he was the only one that actually had different wings from yeah. the others. Uh, oh, that's right. He had the the he had the yeah, fans, the fans. Yeah, yeah. So he he was the only one that was different beyond Jetfire, which technically wasn't even a transformer. But I digress. But yeah, um, I have actually bought and sold uh, every uh, Gen One, Two, and Three Transformers three times over. Um, and the crowning piece in my collection was, of course, Metroplex. Oh wow. Oof. I've never actually seen one of those, like, in person. When you – he was a triple headmaster, and when you put him – no, I'm saying the wrong one. I just realized that Metroplex is actually the this, this second biggest one. Um, now I'm going to have to look it up. Um, when He was a full city. He was a triple headmaster. So uh, there were smaller bots that came with him mm -hmm. that were headmasters as well. And when you transformed him, he was over three and a half feet tall, so he was larger than most children. Wow. Um, what is the largest? What was his name? And I had him twice. What is... Was it Fortress Maximus? Or yes, something? Fortress Maximus. Thank okay. you. Thank you. How would I know that? Yes, that is exactly it. 
<clears throat> and uh, like that wasn't even looking anything up. Yeah, that was just I have that in my head, and that's why I messed up something at work or failed something <laughs> on a test. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we all are familiar my head with that. And something important wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much my entire life. <laughs> so have you I mean? guys play? Have either of you guys played the uh, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron? Great. It is. Yeah, I, mean, one, I, I played the first one. It was awesome. The second one's got a ton of uh, G1 series and movie references. Basically, that scene where you're talking about the coronation, the coronation scene plays out in the game. Oh, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, my, my thing with them has always been the Gestalts, like the Headmasters and the, the, uh, the, the groups like Kruticas. Yeah, the Compatic Puns and the Aerial, uh, aerial Bots and... All that stuff, yeah. That's always been my big affection when I was a kid. I had to have every one of those. So, yeah, I didn't mean to sidetrack your Lego discussion because I, I was just, I was just I was saying just I appreciate it. You're, you're just that. sidetracking everybody's discussion on everything. I know. <laughs> so to stop apologizing. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just was saying that I appreciate that there are so many different uh, flavors of geek. Yeah, however you want to say that. <laughs> oh, and Lego Steampunk official set. Anybody what? heard about that? No. Yep. They're uh, for the next run of the their Lego MBA program, the Masters Builder Academy, or Master Builders Academy. Um, the Which first means, run of that is does that going mean to. You have to have a Masters to afford them. Uh, Pretty much, it helps. <laughs> the, <laughs> but they have. Um, the first line of the set is going to be like an official steampunkish. I think they actually use the term steampunk in it, like when they're doing the description. So huh. that's kind of cool. Um, and I think that's going to be testing the waters for probably like a full line in the future. You know, I, I have to say for, some goofy stuff. for a company that basically does not even own the rights to their product anymore, mm -hmm. they are so smart in how they tackle their licensing and keeping the product relevant. Yeah. Well, the thing that makes them, first of all, the thing that makes them, like, even though they don't own the rights to the other stuff, nobody comes close to the quality. The quality on a Lego brick is the same exact quality that's always been there. Like, you take an old brick from the 80s and you plug it into, like, one that just came out today, they fit perfect. They don't, lo they don't get loose. They don't, there's nothing like that. All the other stuff, they don't fit right together. They're loose. There's stuff that falls off. Yeah, you know the, the, my wife has always pointed out like Mega Block had Spider Man sets for a while, and mm -hmm. she's like, "Well, don't you want?" I'm like, "It's Mega Block. It's just gonna fall the frick apart." Yeah, it doesn't work. I, I haven't tried any of these Creo sets. I don't know if they're I have. Better, I was just about but... to bring that up. I have yeah. a Creo. I have a Creo set. It's Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> figured. I figured. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, all right, that's the only way I'm getting that. I'm, you know, fine. I picked it up, and it's just like, it's slightly depressing. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool, like, you know, you for what there. it is. But it's just like when you're, like, a big Lego fan, it's just like, A, you feel like you're cheating on them, and B, <laughs> the quality is just not the same. And you just like, ugh, like, this would be so much better if it was officially Lego. I totally saw what you did there. Two blocks together, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you do anything else geeky this week? <laughs> Great video game podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more. 
I bought a guitar. It's like probably midlife crisis time for me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're we're just trying to tackle on all kinds of stuff. Are you able to hook it up to your computer though? That's the real question. No, it's full on acoustic. Mm-hmm. See, that's I'm, right. I've gotten to the point where if acoustic. I can't hook it up to, yeah, I know. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> If I what? can't acoustic, yeah, I know I butchered it, and I was really hoping nobody noticed. <laughs> we, we all noticed. <laughs> it was just whether we were going to call you on it or not. <laughs> and the only reason I said anything is because Neo did first. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. If as I can't, soon as it came out, I realized, and I was just like, okay, I think I slid that by. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what kind of guitar is it? It's a um uh, a Yamaha acoustic guitar it's a nice you know decent you know it's nothing too pricey or anything like that um but the um when i had i had a buddy that you know plays guitar and he went looking for it and he was playing different ones like trying to you know find one with a good sound and stuff and he found that and we talked to the guy at the store and he liked it and we walked out we went back to another store because there was like this ridiculous sale last weekend and the guy recommended the same exact one. They played different ones. And, you know, so we just made the choice on that one. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I'm just unhappy with the fact that I have just horrible sausage fingers that don't seem to work for anything. So apparently it takes practice. The, the real question is, are you going to build a campfire in the middle of your apartment so that you can practice? No. Well, <laughs> it's dangerous. Well, I played SmackDown. I played SmackDown versus Raw 2010 on my Vita a lot this week. <laughs> I am now the champion of champions. Nice. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, that's one thing I downloaded. What? Sorry, we got to back up. Fire Pro Wrestling. Oh, did you get it? Is it out? Yes. Oh wait, on wait, this is Fire Pro on the 3DS, isn't it? No, 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 no. Fire Pro on the PlayStation. They did release it. Okay. On the PS3, they released a downloadable version of the PS2 version of the PS downloadable PS2 version of Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, which is the greatest wrestling game of all time. Well, no, 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 no. This isn't a debate. No, no. I'm sorry, Virtual Pro Wrestling, uh, which was what did oh. they call it here in the states? Um, it came out on the Nintendo 64. And anyways, uh, Virtual Pro Wrestling was the the sequel to the one that everybody loves on the Nintendo 64, which I imported from Japan, which literally you could assign which moves were blood moves and which moves were KO moves. Yeah, that's great and all, but... Um... And they had the best grappling system ever, the best counter system ever, the best customization. You could <laughs> customize every character's music, every character's... Dude, you're talking about Fire Pro. No, I'm not. I know you think I am. I'm not. I'm not. But I like because... I like Fire Pro, but it, I don't like the grappling system in Fire Pro. You're insane. No, it's it it's... gives you access to so many moves. It does, but the, you can't make your own moves. That's number one. You can't make your own. You entrance. know why you can't make your own moves? Because every move is in the game. <laughs> There's 150 variants of like suplexes, and I think there was like 200 versions of the power bomb. What more do you want? <laughs> you greedy slut. Yes, yes, that is me. If I can't look, I, I will be the first to tell you that 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 wrestling games are about one thing: control issues. 
That's literally what it's about. I have Which to there are able, none in Firefly. I have to be able to tweak every little thing so that it's exactly as I remember in my brain as I'm setting up that match between Bobby Heenan and whoever it was back in the day. Uh, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. No, that's not Okay, so your problem with Fire Pro is your brain is broken. That's <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> This is hilarious. I am. I, I'm actually. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna go download the game right now, and I'm gonna play it. And then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna tell you exactly what I feel is lacking, because I we need to take a step back and I need to tell you a cool Fire Pro story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I, I'm. I'm done with it because I. I will go do it. But I, I'm. I played the Fire Pros on the on the portables on the handhelds before that, and so maybe the PS2 version is different. But I'm pretty sure I owned it. And I believe I had the same issue with it as well, is that I don't like the grappling system. But I'll double check and then I'll get back to you. I do love the grappling system and it's been, you know, my favorite one. But that but I digress. So um I started on Fire Pro on a Sega Saturn when they had Six Man Scramble. Mm-hmm. Um so I imported it. There was a little video game shop right around the corner from my house. This is when I was in college. And um so I was I was in the place and I was like talking to people there and they all imported stuff and everything. So we were talking about fire pro and I was like, yeah, I was like, I went through and I made all the ECW guys, you know, on a game save. And they're like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, can you bring it up? And I was like, do you have a cart? Can you bring it up and, you know, put it on the system? I was like, yeah, sure. So I brought it in and like, you know, set it up and I had all the ECW guys made. I made them all myself. I got stuff online for like, you know, stuff I couldn't figure out and mm-hmm. basically made all the ECW guys at the time. And this is when you can go to the bingo. I used to go to the bingo hall and like, Sabu was choking Terry Funk mm-hmm. on my foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was this was great stuff back in the day. I mean, being in Philly at that time was amazing. I bet. And uh, yeah, oh, I can tell you stories about that, but whatever. So, so I gave my game save to that. At the time, I was a huge, oh, well, I am a huge Stevie Richards fan. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, I have to say. You could have inserted anyone other than Stevie Richards there, and I would not have laughed. Best, I'm sorry, best worker in the business. He, no, very good, very good worker. I have no qualms about that whatsoever. In fact, I was just at a show not long ago, like not even a month ago, where he won the championship of the new organization that um, Shane Douglas is starting. Which organization is that? It's like Hardcore Uprising. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to find this. Yeah. All right, so... um, so, so or, do they work as hard as Ring of Honor? Um, some. Okay. It's a, it's a little uneven, but there's some really good stuff in it. Okay. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Because um, Ring of Honor is hands down my favorite of all time. Uh, but, you know, not so much the new, not so much the recent stuff. There's still, they still have some really good workers. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd say... Any time from the post ECW era, era all the way up to probably, I'd say three years ago, they they just have the most consistent, hardworking folks. Yeah, my my buddy goes to like all the shows um, when they come in Philly, and he's been trying to get me to go, and they haven't all synced up with time. But I'm going to try and catch the next one with them. Yeah, and uh, Tommy Dreamers uh, House of Hardcore is doing a show soon Ooh. in June that I'm going to go to. Ooh, you have to tell me about that. Because yeah. that's yeah, that could be it. Could be interesting. It could go either way. He's my tag team partner and champion. Nice. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Stevie Richards was the champion. I made him in the game, and I made him like the BWO Stevie Richards. Uh huh. And so I'm on the L in in Philly, which is like you know their 
subway, you know, raised train thing. And I see Stevie Richards. <laughs> no way. He used to live right around the corner from me. Oh, wow. So we start talking and stuff. And then he starts talking about, he, he brings up Fire Pro Wrestling. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that game. I was like, it's, I was like yeah, I love that game. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I actually made all the ECW guys. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I got the, I got a game save with all, with uh, somebody made up all the ECW guys. And, you know, they, I got it from this video game store I go, that I work at. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, the one on, you know, Frankfurt Avenue. He's like, yeah. He goes, like, that's my game save. He goes, yeah, I'm your champion. <laughs> <laughs> See, even he's surprised. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an awesome story, dude. <laughs> but uh but he's a really good guy. He told me all, we we had a great conversation and all kinds of stuff. Um he does like tech podcasts now and everything. He's but he still wrestles, does tech podcasts. He's he's a really great guy. He's really working it. Well, you should try and get him on here. <laughs> it's probably not happening. He's actually <laughs> successful. Yeah, understood. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, remember that one time that I met you at that one place and that one thing? Uh, actually, multiple meetings because, like I said, I lived right around the corner. The embarrassing first time meeting him was actually at that video game store he worked at where he was in there in his, like, Superman disguise. He had an ECW jacket on that I'd never seen before, and this was early. So, like, somebody having an ECW jacket was pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, dude, where'd you get that jacket? He goes, he goes oh, you kind of get it when you work there. And he had his hair, like, pulled back in a ponytail, and he had his glasses mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And I didn't recognize him at first. And then I looked and I was like, holy crap, you're Steve Richards. And he was like, yeah, I was like, oh, man. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, I just think he's hilarious. He's a great worker. Um, you should see the matches he still puts on today. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah right. He puts on just some awesome matches. I miss ECW. Yeah. Uh, I've also been playing Soul Sacrifice on my Vita, watching to Defiance, the TV show. Uh, I watched Iron Man 1, 2, and Thor to prepare for Iron Man 3 with the misses. Um, and then we went and saw it in 3D IMAX. Uh, I liked it very much. Uh, Ben Kingsley was amazing. amazing. <laughs> in mind-blowing ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say that I, I understand what the fear on the internet is about. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I really don't care. I agree. <laughs> I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great way to bookend the trilogy and, um, you know, whether or not they can actually leverage the paychecks that everybody's going to want for Avengers two. They um, have to, I, I hope they do. No, no, no. There's no hope. They have to. Yeah, but, you know, did you see what they got paid compared to Downey? Uh, no. Chris Hemsworth, Thor, got in that perfect shape and did Avengers for $200,000. Ouch. Every person on the cast did it for $200,000 except Downey, who got, like, some ridiculous amount is like $30 million. Now, did the other, did they get royalty options or anything? No. Downey got royalty options. That's how he got that paid in. Yeah. No is the answer. Wow. Okay. And so there's a big dispute right now with, it's not just Thor, but Thor, but Hemsworth is the most public one who really doesn't want to 
go through all that again just for for that payday. And so the thought is is that seriously, oh, I'm <laughs> going to look like a god. Well, but he, you know, he's a very successful actor. He doesn't have to. That's that's kind of the thing is he's being cast all over the place in other movies. I get that, but like, why wouldn't you like if you have the ability to do that and the time to look like that? I'm be like that all the time. Well, <laughs> apparently that diet that he was on to get ripped like that for Thor was some ridiculous thing, like nothing but egg whites for uh, like six months. Who the hell cares? I I, <laughs> I, I kind of agree with him. You know, I'm like, if I'm going to do a six month egg white diet, maybe I'm going to want to be paid a little bit more. So <laughs> I work a real job, and all I was had, and I was getting paid to sit there and like work out and look like you look like a god. Okay, it's not I mean, like but... you're, you know, you look good. You actually people associate you. With a god, <laughs> <laughs> and you got paid two hundred thousand dollars for it. I but yeah, I mean, there, there's a point there. I mean, two hundred thousand dollars in the entertainment industry is peanuts. But uh, you know, if you add all three of our salaries together, we probably exceed that. But that that's a lot of money to a normal person, and to think that he's doing multiple things in a year that pull in at minimum that much. I mean, he's not really exactly hurting now. So, I mean, there, 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 there is that too. I mean, and everybody looks at him and goes, "There's a god." <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, well, Jimmy Raymer may have an argument there because you're the dude with the bow. <laughs> I, I think, I think seriously that they will get it sorted out. Everybody's expecting Downey to go to the table for everyone else now because mm-hmm. Downey's done. He's Iron Man three is the end of his contract. And so they have to renegotiate with him for Avengers two as well. And if you notice, this is not a spoiler at the end of the movie. Uh, it says Tony Stark will be, or uh, it says, yeah, Tony Stark will be back, but yeah. it does not say Iron Man will be back because mm-hmm. one of the things I think they introduced is the fact that you don't have to have him in the suit in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be able to, separate the two individuals from here going forward. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how that, that plays out, but it was something that I definitely noticed. Um, other than that, uh, uh, saw that in 3d IMAX. We're probably going to, I should have never taken the misses to 3d IMAX cause that's all she wants to watch things in now. Um, we're probably going to see great Gatsby today. I've also finally beat Bioshock infinite. Nice. And I will start working on the video review at, to add it to number seven to the queue. Um, I was a bit, bit sad. I actually did guess the ending before getting to it. Really? Yeah. I, Do I, I just have an ability to turn that off? I, You know, I really wanted to turn it off. I get shocked at everything now because I just I really think I've worked hard at not trying to guess anything. I wasn't trying to. I just kind of sussed it out, and I was a little sad that I did. Now, I will say that the connection that the very—I can do this without spoilers. The very first connection that Elizabeth takes you on, mm-hmm. uh, I thought was very interesting because it does manage to tie Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite together, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought that was very, very interesting. Um, and I—I I do have to wonder if they've now pigeonholed any future Bioshock games. Uh, I kind of took it as that was wrapping up the whole Bioshock thing. Well, see, I I took it as that was just another flavor, so to speak. Or that, yeah. I mean, 
And so my, my question is, you know, do they, if they do any more Bioshock games, is it just going to be another flavor? Probably. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I thought it was interesting nonetheless. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I would like again, to see them do like more of a, um, I kind of have the gut feeling. And then this is based on nothing that they'll kind of the next one will be more like a spiritual successor to System Shock. I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I'm I'm of the opinion now. I have to say, Telltale Games Walking Dead has ruined me because I would have loved that style of game for Bioshock Infinite instead of a shooter. Ooh. Because I think the shooting is the part that really takes you out of the story. And that's my only complaint for the game. It's not like it's bad shooting mechanics or anything of that nature. It's great shooting. I love using the vigors. That's fantastic. But I just would have... Lo- I. There is such a thing as a story-driven game now. And to me, that's Telltale's Walking Dead. I would have loved to have seen Bioshock Infinite presented in that format. So that's my only final thought on that. Um, and as Neo said, uh, I downloaded uh, Sleeping Dogs. I've made it exactly, I think, five and a half hours into it. And oh my god, the, the, the missus turned to me and said... You're going to lose a ton of hours to this game, aren't you? <laughs> and my answer was yes. Yes, I am. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I'm assuming... I'm pretty excited that that one actually hit the free list. That's ridiculous. Well, it came out in Europe a few months ago, and I was like, please let this come to... Because I had wanted to buy it, but I couldn't afford to at the time. And, you know, there's been so many games since then that it, it just fell off my radar. And I have to say that uh, it is flipping amazing it's it's grand theft auto with no guns and that doesn't sound cool but the fighting system is really great uh one of the missions i just played is uh basically a you you fight in a cage match and they keep adding more people and when it got up to 14 and i was fighting 14 people at once i was like yeah this fighting system's all right So, I'm guessing you were using triangle a lot. A lot. <laughs> but that's kind of the nice thing is what you don't realize when you start out is you can be throwing a punch and still hit the counter button at the same time. And mm-hmm. he will literally make the punch and counter the move. So it's really kind of deep when you start getting into it. Now, if you time it wrong, you're you're kind of screwed. But you, the point is if you can get the timing down, you can do some pretty amazing things in multiple people combat. So I, I'm I'm very thoroughly enjoying the game uh, and I'm looking forward to more of it. But that being said, uh, 54 minutes in, hey, why don't we get to the news? <laughs> what? Why start now? <laughs> well, it's been uh, pretty hectic on the interwebs. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Probably in the greatest move a video game about comics could take, uh, Lobo, the main man, has been added to the roster of bastiches to frag in Injustice Gods Among Us. Uh, literally, I've, I've uh, looked at his playing style. Uh, he's not as ranged as, with his chain as I would like him to be, but he's a good mid-to-close-up fighter. Uh, and his uh, spe- super special move, have you seen it yet, Burgundy? No, not at all. I've, oh, been, I've been just going to wait for to see what happens with him. Is it awesome? It's fantastic. Uh, literally, I don't think they could have done a better job bringing him to life. Uh, nice. It, much better than the animated series. Uh, I'm, I'm really, 
really amused with it. Um, and as soon as Scorpion comes out, I actually bought the season pass already. So when Scorpion comes out, then my life will be completely over. Cause... Wait, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's going in it? Oh yeah, yeah. So we know that's... we know Lobo, Batgirl, and now and then Scorpion. And oh, I'm, that's awesome. We don't know what the fourth one is, but I'm guessing it's going to be a New Gods character because they have so many allusions to them. Did you see the informal poll that Boone put up? Huh, I know. Um, there's an informal poll that has some people on it and uh, Swamp Thing's on it. <laughs> and I have a feeling that that's going to be... Yep. I heard a lot of people talking about Swamp Thing on it. You know, I and, and the funny part is that uh, if you watch, like, Grundy or uh, Bane or... Um, any of the close-up grappling characters, mm-hmm. and you watch people who are skilled play them, it's like they're doing 38% damage strings, and there's no way that you can break out of them. It's literally, if their timing is spot on, it, they literally knock you down and pick you up off the ground, and then pick you up into another wrestling combo, and then put you down again, and then pick you up again, and then throw you across the screen. So I think I think uh, they've done a really good job of balancing close versus range. Of course, I'm one of those people who I will always play the ranged character and try and, and zone you so that mm-hmm. I can control when you get close or not. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what character I'm going to play now, and that's really the worst part because I will I will study this like it's a test, and I will look at videos for hours before I figure out what character I'm going to master because if uh, I'm going to Green play, Arrow might be kind of fun for you in that way but the problem is is I don't like any of his close combat I'm actually the the crazy thing is I'm actually really his close lo- combat's actually pretty cool he does it like you know beating the hell out of people with the bow it's fun I know but I'm really looking at Aquaman right now okay that's not even fair because he's just amazing in the game yeah and he's he's got he's got zoning capability he's got great close up moves and he's his his specials and his super are, are ridiculous. Are ridiculous, and he's he's very punishing. So I'm leaning towards Aquaman at the moment. I I'm I, I want to lean towards Green Lantern, but I'm just not convinced yet. So I I've got to do actually that. didn't have as much fun with Green Lantern as I thought I would. See, I'm I'm, I'm really leaning toward Deathstroke because he's got a good combination. But he the one of my main problems with him is he's a light character. Mm-hmm. Meaning that any environmental stuff are dodges as opposed to actual damage dealers, mm-hmm. and so I, the amount of damage that you can get off of environmentals is so huge in this game, mm-hmm. and it's unblockable. So I, I really feel like I've got to go with a heavy hitter character to be able to actually do damage with those. So I, I, I'm I'm interested to start and see where where it takes me because I may find something else, but I, that's right now Aquaman's looking like it's going to be my number one. Burgundy, what have you got? Uh, Story-wise, one of the biggest things that I'm most excited about was they released um, some more information on Saints Row the 4th, I guess. Is that going to be the official name of it? Yes. Or Saints Row 4? I don't know. I don't care. Um, It's awesome. (laughs) This video they released where they're just showing you all this, like, new crap in the game, it's amazing. (laughs) It is like they, they... I love how they just embrace being ridiculous with the game. (laughs) <laughs> and they just throw everything in there to see, like, you know, just a little something for everybody. What, what was the line the developer said uh, about the president? 
Oh, um, you know, we, we just felt that the president <laughs> needed to have superpowers. That's right. That's right. He goes, as the leader of the Saints is now the president, and uh, we, we just felt he needed superpowers. <laughs> That's just a design choice, you know. We're just going to have superpowers. It's not even like they give one superpower or boring superpowers. The first one they show in the video is you're running like the Flash, and then they show cars being thrown, and then they show ice powers and jumping and flying, like, you know, or gliding, you know, whatever. But, I mean, that works. Like, um, like Prototype. I mean, I know you hated the game and everything like that, but there was a lot of fun to be had with the powers sure. in the game. Sure. But, so, but no, I'm sorry, the, the, the best reveal out of there, <laughs> dubstep guns. <laughs> Actual dubstep guns. You know what? Screw it, I'm going to do the extra work. I'm linking dubstep guns in the, the, the window right now. You can click on it and go watch Corridor <laughs> Digital's dubstep guns video which is one of the greatest videos ever made, ever. <laughs> and they have those exact guns in the video game. Whenever, in like a couple minutes before we finish this, I'll change the link over to the Saints Row video so you can watch the dubstep guns too. That's It's just awesome, though. I mean, seriously, the, the, the Saints Row the Third was probably the most fun I had with a video game that year. And that was including um, Arkham City came out that year. Which I absolutely loved. See, I think, I think you know, I'll, I'll tell you. I put down three almost as soon as I started it. it. Because it seemed like it was just another bank robber, over-the-top, violent kind of game. And I wasn't no. really looking for that. It is not. Okay. Yeah, give it another shot. There's, there's a lot of fun to be had in that game. And it gets ridiculous. I did see somebody make... Uh, well, I shouldn't say that on the podcast. That's good. I'll, I'll tell, talk about that offline. Sure. <laughs> is it giant in purple? No. <laughs> okay. No, it is not. Oh, yes, that Get was your the... mind out of the gutter. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no, that was in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I know about the game, so that's, uh, that's my contribution. No, but there's there, there's a lot of worthwhile stuff in the game, a lot of great uh, – I mean, like, I don't want to ruin it for you if you're going to play it, um, but there's just some – just missions in the game that are just hilarious. Okay. And the voice work is great. The story is just fun. You get stuff later in the game that just like, uh, you have to play it. Yeah. Are they as good as dubstep guns? Because <laughs> if not, not if not, I will wait till four. Look, it, it's not there. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's still, it's still worth it. Your insane love of dubstep is disturbing. <laughs> Well, you know, my love of dubstep is is just normal, but <laughs> giving me firearms that shoot songs in graphical format is made of so much wind that the internet cannot contain it. <laughs> dubstep guns. That's all I have to say. Not straight <laughs> bullets, but wavy lines pulsing to the music. Dubstep guns. Thank you very much. And I'm out. <laughs> but yes saints row 4 um very excited for it i can't believe it's august is already the release date for it i mean they must practically have it done already for for that to be the release date oh yeah they'd have to so i can't wait i, I swear to god i'm just going to like get that youtube video i'm gonna slice it down to just the dubstep gun section and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do one of those hour-long dubstep guns. 
<laughs> that you see on YouTube. I swear to God, I'm going to do that. In the background, will be both going dubstep guns. Dub, 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 dub. No, no, no. If, if I do add my own voice on there at any point in time, it's going to be squee. Squee. <laughs> no, no, Mr. Kitty. That's bad, Mr. Kitty. So what do you got, Neo? Well, I actually had uh, two different uh, discussion point topics that I was going to bring up, but uh, considering our time running, I'm calling an audible and switching my topic. Um, <laughs> uh, article popped up this last week uh, that uh, – dang it. What am I – I'm talking about. Game Informer. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is going to have a uh, – <clears throat> their newest issue is going to be a PS4 issue. And uh, one of the subjects that they'll be discussing in there is uh, infamous Second Son. So uh, I took a look at that, uh, a little bit of writing about that. And uh, one of the things that caught me is, you know, we were talking about this after the PS4 announcement. And we all were pretty much of the assumption, well, both and I, that uh, the game was going to have to be a sequel to the uh, quote-unquote uh, evil ending of uh, Infamous 2. And actually, it's not. It is actually a sequel to the blue ending, not the red ending. So thought that was interesting. So somehow the event that was purported to happen at the end of the game didn't completely happen. Okay, before you go any further, I just have to do a quick aside to Burgundy. Hey, Burgundy, mm -hmm. you know, he just was talking about the blue ending. Mm -hmm. Best Iron Man opening ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. You'll 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 get it after you go today, Neo. Okay, all counting right. the hours till that happens. Got yeah. it. Um, all right. So anyway, yeah. So the the, <laughs> the game is a sequel to the blue ending. Um, they're abandoning their use of uh, using a city and giving it a different name. I.e., you know, uh, uh, what Numeray. was Numeray was New Orleans, and what did they call Empire City was New York, um, or some. East Coast, Northern New England city, but I assume it's New York. Um, so, uh, actually, being set in Seattle, so the the the, uh, the needle that we see is actually the Seattle needle. Um, and the re re another reveal is that uh, he will have to absorb smoke to use smoke, just as coal had to absorb electricity to be able to use electricity. Um, but smoke is going to, for obvious reasons, be much more uh, limited in availability than electricity. So that's going to introduce uh, potentially a lot more of a strategic nature to the game rather than the more run-and-gun that you could pretty typically do with uh, Infamous 1 2. I don't believe it for a second. Hey, that sounds I, like I the, don't know either. But that sounds it, like the most fun game ever. Let's give you superpowers, but you can't use them. If you, if you look at the story a little deeper, what it – alludes to is that um, basically this guy is a conduit absorber and so he can absorb the powers of other conduits so I'm guessing that smoke stuff is going to be way OP it's going to be way overpowered so you're not going to be able to use it that often but they'll give you other ones that you can use instead yeah, and, and that, that and that is specifically the smoke, and and honestly, I hadn't hadn't looked that hard into it yet, so I hadn't. Had, that's the first I'd heard of that being able to uh, absorb other powers. Um, but uh, the uh, he also does have a um, some sort of chain like weapon. 
that's going to be for the melee, so it's not uh, just just fist like it was in the first one for melee. Yeah, it'll be like the amp in the second. The amp, one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, so the uh, uh, there's a de- it's definitely it's changing things up a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be you know two really was pretty much a clone of one, other than they threw in some extra powers. Um, so it looks like they're trying to mix up the formula a little bit. I don't know how much it'll actually be, but you know, everything else we saw pretty much, you know, dystopian, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's a department of unified protection, which is basically, you know, big brother runs everything. So it's, it's, uh, it's gone, gone that direction with a kind of a, a alternate future and, uh, kind of, kind of messing with the formula a little bit, but it still looks like it should all, all work well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still excited for it. So, uh, well, we'll see. Well, it's, it's not too terribly far into the future now. I'm calling it right now. We will see Cole in this game. Oh yeah. He, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I'm, I'm not, not I, he'll, he'll be the first DLC add on character too. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. No, he'll I'm, be in the story. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not denying that, yeah. but. One way or the other. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, after you finish the main mission, you can go back and play as Cole. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I, think that they've invested too much money in him trying to make him as, like, one of the – he's the he's the counterpart to Nathan Drake and, and Sackboy. You know, they've spent a lot of time saying that he's one of the faces of PlayStation. And so I, I just can't believe that. And if you watch the end of – I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil the blue ending. I'm I'm sorry. If, well, if, they pretty much tell you. I mean, if you watch, a giant happen. lightning bolt shocks him while he's out at sea, and that's of course going to bring him back to life. I'm sorry, so I'm sure he's not dead. <laughs> so call call it episode nine uh, slash seventy six. I just find it hard to believe. Like, I mean, when a superhero dies, they're dead. I mean, that's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. Well, I'm really looking forward to the PS4, but you know, just saying. I'm curious if the PS4 is going to be a day one purchase. God, if it is, that will be the best launch cycle ever. I'm just going on record. If they make Killzone and uh, Infamous Second Son day one, day and date that would be amazing because then they will have a shooter and mm. yes please yeah I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if like you know am i going to get a playstation 4 as soon as it comes out yes yeah we have to be honest that's probably happening <laughs> <laughs> let me put it this way for the playstation 1 i got one on launch day uh, for the playstation 2 i got five on launch day for the what? PlayStation 3. Oh, were you selling them? Uh, actually, just all my friends. And oh, okay. uh, I waited in line all night, and um, they paid for mine. Oh, wow. Since, since I was able to get one for everybody. Um, and then PlayStation 3, I got two on launch day. Jesus. And so I will have at least one on on launch day for the PlayStation 4. I'm kind of obsessive about that. I got the I got the Dreamcast when it was expensive, too. Uh, for the early launch. Dreamcast was not expensive. It was by the time I bought four controllers, four light guns, four VMUs, <laughs> and every game that came out that day. 
I don't then, consider that part of the cost. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you look at... Well, I just I, realized how bad I am at justifying stuff. <laughs> but it's only $200. No, no, it's not. <laughs> and then I bought all the accessories and like six games with it. Yeah, and, and same for the Saturn. I, I bought that on launch date, day and date. I bought every... I have four controllers, every game. Dude, and, you're worse than me. Oh, well... At that time, at that time, I was making a little more money than I'm making now, um, <laughs> but I'm already saving up for the PS4, so I should be good to go by the time it rolls out. Because I'm a very social gamer. I like playing with other people, and ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that, I'll that's. Don't worry, it'll be. Yeah. We'll play Saints Row 4 will be great. Oh, yeah. No, no, most definitely. Well, Saints Row 4 is coming out on the PS3, so I don't even have to worry about that. So we'll play that together for sure. But um, Is no. it coming out on PS4 too? Is it? August is too early. Well, no, I know, but there's a lot of upcoming games that are going to be 3 and 4, so... See, I don't think they want to do that, though, I because I think companies right now, if they have an existing franchise that's launching on the PS3... I would think they would not want to say that because you're going to have the people who invariably say, oh, well, I'm just going to wait and not buy it then until yeah, I, that, the that game is going to be out. current generation. Yeah. There's, there's no need for that to be. Yeah. And, and you know, all I care about is whether or not the, the console can render the dubstep guns, which it can. So <laughs> I'm good. Well, see, for me, like, you know, or I understand I'm not I'm not the complete OCD. I have actually gotten something resembling a small amount of control over my game spending. And, you know, I, I am very, very, very reluctant to buy anything for the PS3 anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I play my I play my plus games, which won't work on my PS4. And I yeah, I, I'm very, 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 very reluctant to buy anything that is plus not better just... stay in existence for PS3 if you have a PS4 as well. That's all I'm saying. Well, I can tell you I can tell you already. I this is going to be the first time ever that I am kicking off a current-gen system to keep a, an older-gen system on my HDMI uh, switcher. Because mm -hmm. my Wii U, I'm sorry, is going. Uh, not that I'm getting rid of it, but it's kind of collecting dust because there's no games for it right now. There's nothing. And you there, know, There's no reason. Like, even when I got, you know, when I got a nice new job and everything like that, I'm like, all right, we got money coming in. Wii U? No. Like, that's bad. Yeah. It's <laughs> when Bergs won't buy your Nintendo console, you know you're done fucked up. You know, and, and then the worst part is I really like the system. I really I do too. like I it. I love the idea. I love the thing, but it's just like I'm yeah. not I'm not paying that to get a new 2D Mario game. The it's like Bergs didn't buy the PSP Go and we know how that went. <laughs> well, I didn't buy the Go either. That's a Nobody really Nobody did. <laughs> For me not to buy a portable. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> wonder spawn for God's sake. Dude's got like twelve micros. I mean, come on. <laughs> I only have three micros. I I will say that um, the missus and I actually did buy Monster Hunter Try. She got it for the DS, and I bought it for the Wii U. And I'm enjoying that, but I will say that they made the most ridiculous design choices in in getting you to actually get in each other's games. It's it literally took me. I'm not joking. It literally took me two and a half hours. To figure out how to sync up her DS with my Wii U. Wow. That's and, not good. No. That's very un-Nintendo. Yeah, and I'm like, this should be easier. Because what would happen is, they they said, you can go and play with other people if you go to this port town. So we'd go to the port town 
I mean, we'd both be in the port town, but not be able to see each other. And we weren't in the party together. And so literally I, I had to figure out that, um, you know, search for friends in every other uh, online gaming space means connect to people that you have friended online. Well, in this case, it means connect to your Wii U. <laughs> so eventually I figured it out, but it really took me about two and a half hours to figure it out. And well, this is the company that has uh, console friend codes and then game friend codes and then codes to code the code for your code. So I guess that doesn't surprise me all that much. That's screaming for a yo dog. Yo dog. <laughs> um, so yeah. Burgundy, what have you got? Oh, no, it's me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice try. I'm, I'm good at directing. Uh, work. Sony is ramping up to start production of PlayStation 3 and one would assume PlayStation 4 in Brazil. Falou, gente. Uh, PS3's manufactured in Brazil will come with a 250-gig hard drive and retail for 1,099 reals, or about 550 U.S. dollars. Uh, consoles have a steep price in the country due to high tariffs, partially due to rampant piracy, and Microsoft's been manufacturing the 360 in Brazil since 2011. This is a big uh, growth sector for Sony, um, and I can tell you right now that everybody's just going to pirate everything anyways because 550 U.S. dollars for the PS3 in that country is ridiculous. Yeah, I was doing some work with some people from Brazil at my last job, <clears throat> and we met them, and they had this really nice watch on. And we commented on the watch. You know, we're like, hey, it's a nice watch you guys got there. And they're like, oh, it's fake, actually. And they're like, why would you just announce that? <laughs> well, because it doesn't like, matter, yeah. And they're like, oh, because, you know, we, we carry, like, you know, we, we have, like, you know, 15 of these at any given time because on our way to lunch we get mugged, like, every day. Mm-hmm. They yeah. pirate everything in that country. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. as someone who's been there um, and spent a good deal of time there, I I may have seen uh, certain – this was during the PS1 period. I may have seen certain uh, stands where you could buy as many PS1 games as you wanted for a dollar. Uh, obviously, I did not have a modded uh, PlayStation, which they do provide those services down there as well. Uh, so just, you know, they, it's, it's like that a lot and they are very heavy into, uh, trying to work around the high cost of things because people don't have a lot of money or they have so much money that they don't care, but that's, that's kind of the extremes. Yeah. Um, there's, so there's very little middle ground right now, but even <laughs> so Sony does seem to be making big strides in growth and, uh, I, I, I'd be interested to watch to see where this goes for them and now it's your turn burgundy now it's my turn okay we'll go with the do we have time for two or one different... probably one okay well real quick guacamole dominated the charts yay. The downloads. so yay okay that's real quick the real story um, that i want to talk about silicon knights that whole mess and um it really seems like they so they still have this lawsuit going on with epic they didn't declare bankruptcy, but they sold off pretty much all their stuff to a new company. <laughs> and now this new company is going to make Shadows of the Eternals, or Shadow of the Eternals, which is kind of like a spiritual successor to Eternal Darkness, this great cult game that was on the, the GameCube. And it even includes, like, they even brought over Dennis Dyack to, you know, to head up everything. Um and what's the studio called? Uh, Precursor Games is the new studio. So 
they still have this lawsuit going on. They transferred all the assets to a new company, but haven't declared bankruptcy. And this new company technically has nothing to do with the old company, even though they bought everything and they're making the game that this company was going to make. Hmm. God, this sounds like a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so my question is... And then there's a Kickstarter. There is a Kickstarter that they have to try and make this new game. They're they're looking for like one and a half million for, and I think they have like a little over 100,000 right now. Hmm. What was the exact? I think it was like 134,000 or something they have so far with like another 27 days to go. <clears throat> and it just they're not the most dependable people in the video game industry <laughs> see my question is what happened to seventh guest because that was that was silicon knight's very first game and i had heard rumblings that they were actually going to make a sequel to it yeah, yeah we actually did a story on that yeah. a while back yeah. that there was and so i'm i'm interested to find out whether they sold off the rights to that or if they still kept it in house you know, I never saw mention of Seventh Guest in any of these stories. So, Everything is just about the new. Yeah. So it that's... really, it really sounds like it was just a shell game. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's one of those interesting legal loop arounds where, well, you know, they... you basically set up a new LLC, sell everything at you know <clears throat> dirt cheap to yourself, right? But you're a different corporate entity, so it's treated separately. Well, it's smart, and it sounds to me like they may do this. Maybe they think they're going to lose. And if they said that, that's that, what that's what you would yeah. assume. It's so you basically devalue the company so that it's worth nothing. So when you lose, you've lost nothing. Exactly. Without completely, you know, um, declaring bankruptcy at the same time. Right. But it just seems so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think the point is to not be obvious. The point is to be... <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Justice Department. Yay. Woo. Yeah. <clears throat> so... The, the problem I have, and the real reason I'm bringing up this story, is that I'm, I'm torn on this. Because I really loved Eternal Darkness as a game. I would love to see a spiritual successor to that. I watched the, the nine-minute video that they put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video demo of the game, which was about eight minutes, 59 seconds too long. <laughs> Did you see this thing? No. Like, half of it was, like, literally just, like camera spanning around the character there was a boring model and like what is the point so so you're all out of faith this is how you uh, feel it's yeah <laughs> it's I'm, I'm trying and it's it's not going well you're cold and you are shamed lying naked on the floor yes yes okay. yeah you can i got it i vision. see what you're doing <laughs> so neil I, neil what do you got <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's this, better to this, move on. Yeah, better to move on, and, and this is quick. Um, so you know, Sony just keeps on showing the uh, independent developer love that they seem to have, uh, especially launched with the PS4 launch, but I mean, also even with uh, with what they've been doing in recent months. Uh, today, well, today it was today when we were originally going to do this, which was like three days ago. Um, Sony announced that they are waiving the licensing fees for PlayStation Mobile. Uh, was a $99 licensing fee for uh, access to the SDK and to be able to uh, publish a game through it for the PlayStation Mobile platform. Uh, but uh, they've decided, you know what? The heck with it. Just do it. Go ahead. Put it out there. Get everything out there. Really, so if there's any developer out there that was even remotely considering doing this, really the, the last hurdle that was in your way has been removed. Hmm. Now, now it's all on you. So... Uh, things like this make me want to do it. I mean, I'm not really a good enough coder to do it, but there's part of me that just doesn't care. 
Um, but then again, I look at the fact that uh, you know I barely have time to brush my teeth during the day, so uh, obviously not going to have the time to figure out how to build a PlayStation Mobile platform game. And PlayStation Mobile is the platform that covers um, their mobile certified devices, so like the uh, the Ericsson, what was that Sony Ericsson phone? I forget what it was called. Um, the PlayStation certified mobile phones, smartphones, and the Vita. Uh, it doesn't extend to um, the PS3, which I've always thought is kind of odd that they don't, you know, like the P- PS3 will play most minis, but it doesn't have a runtime engine, if you will, that covers the mobiles. Um, which also led me to think of, really, so we've got PlayStation certified mobile phones, PlayStation handhelds, and PlayStation consoles. The next step to me would seem to be to launch a PlayStation certified PC, which, duh, they have their own line of PCs, so that kind of makes a pretty easy decision on where it would go. And if you do have a PlayStation certified PC and you look at the architecture of a PS4, things start getting interesting. Yes, they do. I, now I'm actually tempted to get it myself because I always like to poke around with those SDKs. That's very interesting. So, yeah, we could, we could have the, the Gamer's Ledge game. Well, <laughs> I'd probably just try and recreate the same thing that I programmed for the iPhone at its launch, which is just a, a pen and paper RPG uh, initiative tracker. Which worked quite well. Yes. So we'll see. Uh, Burgundy, closing thoughts for the day. Closing thoughts. Um, I'm looking to get back into playing some games this week because uh, now I'm feeling like I'm actually settling in the job and uh, getting some good feedback. Back, you know, good feedback, and you know more comfort levels. So now I'm not coming home and just like I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward to this week, especially since we have some good stuff to get into. And yes, uh, that and the other thing I forgot to mention, Superman Unbound. I picked that up this week. Nice. I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow. You let me know what you think of that, because I, I have not picked it up yet myself. That's Brainiac, right? Yeah, it's, you know, DC Animation. How many of them have sucked this year? None. None, you know, So yeah. they always seem to be great. Interesting. Neo? Um, just uh, two two quick shout outs that have nothing to do with anything we've talked about, but uh, I recently uh, had to switch to uh, online comic purchases, so uh, I wanted to give a shout out to mycomicshop.com for uh, filling my comic requirements during the absence of an actual LCS, uh, local comic store. So uh, they've actually got a great service there. Uh, even considering I use the cheapest shipping that they've got, I still get my books in about a week, and they are packed to the nines. So there is no way these things are going to get damaged unless the box gets epically destroyed. So uh, shout out to them. Uh, you know, I-, I hope to not have to use you any longer than I have to, but as long as I have to have that, then uh, you guys are doing a great job. And then also uh, props to the Fine Brothers for making me lose hours of my life over the last couple of weeks with their uh, React series, uh, especially Kids React. So, um, so I have to ask now, is this my fault? No, it's not your fault. No, I, I, I've watched randomly some of them before, and um, 
two of my kids are in dance and so they had their recital last weekend so every night the week up to that was practice for the recital so my other son and I sat down and we were trying to figure out what to do and and I popped one of those on because I one of the ones I remembered I can't, can't remember I think it was uh, Dragon Baby was the first one we watched together and we basically just kept linking to the next video and linking to the next video mm -hmm. and linking to the next video um, and they're 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 for the most part they're really really well done and hilarious. There's this one kid on Kids React who swear looks like a little Kazuya. He's got the exact same eyebrows <laughs> as as Kazuya from the Tekken series. Um, I, I, whenever he's talking, I don't even know what he's saying. All I can see are those eyebrows. Um, and he's like four or five or something. So it's hilarious. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> And then, you know, then, then they started Teens React, which, you know, for the most part, those are, those are, are safe enough. And then we, so we were able to watch some of them. And then there's the Elders React, which, yeah, you don't want to watch those with kids. I think one of the guys is like the Fine Brothers dad because yes. they, they, the way they interact, that's what it seems like. Yes, but, that's true. Um, they do Happy was it, happy Tree Friends or whatever that thing's called. They did one <laughs> for that and they did a couple other similar things to that. So, well, um, they also have YouTube stars react. Oh yeah. YouTube stars react. Which, those, those are, I don't like those as much. Because, no, I think those are great. Yeah, well, they are and they aren't. I mean, I, what I like about the kids and the teens and the, uh, uh the seniors or adults or elders, elders react is for the most part, most of them haven't seen yes. what they're viewing before. So they're seeing it for the first time. So watching people react to Gundam style for the first time or watching people react to Happy Tree Friends for the first time or watching kids react to Nyan Cat for the first time. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, that's part of my enjoyment of the show. When you're doing the, the YouTube stars react, they're all like, oh, this was so cool before I was... Yeah, it's, it's a little too... See, that's why I thought you'd they're, like they're it. They're embedded you know... in it and... I, I, I like the, the – anyway, yes, that's why because people whine. I get I, it. Ha, ha, ha. No, because they're hipsters. <laughs> like I said, they whine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I actually – somebody was asking me the other day if I had cable, and I said no. And they're like, how do you how do you survive? And I said, well, Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu Plus, and then YouTube. YouTube has become like a giant chunk of my, of my viewing – um, Penny Arcades uh, got a um, reality TV show to find the next uh, internet comic strip writer. You know, it's like this is stuff that I would normally watch on actual TV. Now I'm able to watch it on YouTube, and it's usually well-produced. So I, I, I'm losing a lot of time, and Fine Brothers is one of my favorite ones that I watch. I watch them every Sunday when the new Teens React come out or Kids React or whichever one it is. But yeah, I watch those all the time. I think they're also very good. What do you yeah, think of the news think of YouTube of trying to charge? I think it sucks. I think I understand it, but I think it will. <laughs> I think it will ultimately fail as well. Yeah, because... I, I can't imagine that going over well. I mean, did they? I didn't hear any numbers. People are branding about some like really small numbers for stuff. Yeah, but still, I I don't know if that's a good idea for them charging the content providers or no charging charging you to watch oh like a well, subscription. that that's the quickest way to guarantee i will never touch youtube again yeah yeah i can't say that i'll sit there and watch anything if there's well, a charge if there's a paywall on it and and right now they are the largest search engine on on the internet it's not google it's youtube and if they do that i think they Which will google owns? 
Well, uh, yes, yes. But the point is, is that's not what it, what it was started for. Right. But that's what it is now. And if they do that, I think they're going to see a huge drop off in numbers for I mean, search. I, I, get, I get mad as it is when I go to look for something that's not on YouTube and I just expect it to be there. Right. Like I was looking for, like I wanted to, you know, post a, a video or something of, um, what's it called, of Lisa Loeb's This is the 90s. You know, it's just like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it gets worse. He actually went to a concert. Not like in the 90s, like a couple of weeks ago. What is wrong with that? <laughs> you say I only hear what I want to. You see, that's not helping. <laughs> and that's the only song anyone besides him knows. No, that is not true. She had a couple hits. And she everything. had a couple. Yeah. And I can't think of any of them. Which one can you quote besides that one? <laughs> that is not the point. She's still great. Shut up. <laughs> but like uh, it just wasn't there for some odd reason <laughs> I think I just explained stop. why it was there you haven't up. posted it yet what of all the moronic stuff they have on there like, this should be there and uh, shut up well just... Wikipedia can't think of any other songs other than <laughs> stay either <laughs> <sighs> okay I'm better hate you <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm hated now he's achieved hipster status within a hurt click he's happy <laughs> getting the glasses later <laughs> so you were saying there there you I, actually i have no idea how we got on this subject we're well, talking about the paywall on youtube oh right paywall on youtube and you were yeah. saying that it's the search engine of choice for most people and then i said i got this heart i was like i'm getting annoyed at YouTube just for when they don't have something that I'm looking for. So it's like, uh, you know, I can see them really driving people away, you know, with that. I agree. I, I, I think that's a huge misstep for them. They, I, I understand they're trying to figure out how to monetize, but you know, they make so much money on, on, on ads. And I understand advertising revenue is decreasing on the internet and blah, blah, blah. But it, it seems like they've got to find some other, I, I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of half-baked ideas for a while until they find something successful. This may be just the first step in that. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, It's already to the point where you're basically forced to watch an ad in front of every new video that you search for anyway so or, or see, off-site link into. That's, that's not entirely YouTube's fault. Like, for example, our videos reviews are you see an ad – pop up beforehand that's my choice i do that because i'm trying to make money as well and i do that by x number of impressions of those ads before the videos so i could choose not to do that but then i don't make any money so that's yes of course google's making more money than i would because they're only paying me you know a cent per 10 impressions but yeah it's not really that good even but that's not the point um i i, I understand what they're trying to do but i'm i just i don't know i think and you guys like, saw nero's um uh, uh what would you call it um triste on the whole ads versus ad blockers he did a whole big essay on i did not what, did, what was going on with destructoid and why they were trying to do what they were doing and some big online Nanny that went down between him and a bunch of fight 
or sites fans and then he was just on NPR talking about you know free content on the internet and ads for uh, when uh, the prevalence of ad blocker I don't use ad blockers just like it, it's one of those things I have I, I understand people do this and they provide this service for us and the only way they make money is by me being annoyed by stupid little ads flashing all over and popping up on my screen yeah. Okay, I'm using their service. I am willing to sit there through the stupid little annoying flashing ads because that's how they make money. Yeah, I agree. And then there's all these people that are out there that are installing these ad blockers and thinking that, well, <laughs> shut up. If you want it and you want it for free, put up with the stupid ads. Yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I'll be the first to say that uh, I, I have never torrented anything in my life. But <laughs> if I had... If I had and I enjoyed what I saw, then I would still buy the product. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like I was talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to pick up this new album from somebody. And they turn around like, what are you going to do that for? Why don't you just download it? I'm like, because I actually like when people get some money for stuff I like. You know, and it's, you know, <laughs> like the... I'm going to be, Jerry, do you ever listen to Mike Dowdy? No. Yes, I've heard it. Okay. He, you, you ever heard that band? Sorry, go ahead, say again. I said, anybody ever heard Soul Coughing? Yes. Yeah. Um, Mike Dowdy was the lead singer of Soul Coughing that you know did pretty much you know most everything, all the writing and stuff. Um, he disavowed himself from Soul Coughing for a while because it was a very dark time in his life and everything. Now he's doing a um, a project where he's redoing a bunch of Soul Coughing songs. You know, as he's like working through that time or something like that. And it's, you know, so he's doing some reimagining of the songs. But I'm actually going to be, he had like a, there's like a music version of Kickstarter. I contributed some for that. I'm actually going to be in the liner notes of the CD. So nobody's ever going to see it. But, you know, I feel good because I've enjoyed this guy's music for like, you know, many, many, many years now. So that's my little way of just kicking a little back to him saying thank you since I haven't been able to see him in concert and stuff. Well, when you get the liner notes, you know, take a picture of it and post it on the site. You do have a user ID. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. I, I will be posting some content. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> which, which reminds me, which this is not the place to do it, but you need to add me to the discuss admin list so that I can administer stuff on the site. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's cock blocking me from that. Well, is it now? Yes. <laughs> All right, then. Well, my, my final notes of the day on that note. <laughs> Uh, big shout out. I don't know if you guys will be able to hear this or not, but big shout out to Yakamoto Joe. Woo oh, you know, I can't even hear it because I stopped it. Yay. There we go. What the fuck? Giant of fighting a monster's game of this. <laughs> yes. He is, of course, you know, the, uh, the whole, uh, uh, the whole story behind that is long and we shouldn't get into it, but he's, he's one of my favorite uh, sound clips to ever come out of the show. But he was one of the former hosts of Gamers Alleged Podcast. I caught up with him this week to find out that he's changed his Vulcan green-blooded ways and now actually works for Sony probably. Yes, yes. And uh, we may have him on the, at some point in the future, but it's good to know he's still out there. And he gives us kudos for the show. Um he says we've been nailing it. I, I say we've been rambling, but nonetheless, I, I'm enjoying it nonetheless. Um, also, uh, Infinite Crisis closed beta started this week, and I want in it so bad. So bad. Do you, do you know anything about this? 
No, which yeah, is we this? talked about it. Uh, oh wait, is this free, the um, the free mobile? It's the it's the mobile DC version. It's the DC MOBA, yeah, uh, the yeah. DC version of League of Legends. League of Legends, that's it. Oh my god, I want it in it so bad, but we'll see. I'm I, I applied for the closed beta, but I have not uh, received anything yet stating that I have won access. So we'll see, we'll see. But other than that, um, as always, visit gamersledge.com. That's what keeps us covering the news. You can see a video of the dubstep guns there now. I just posted it uh, in Saints Row 4. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, it's what keeps us coming back. Uh, please interact with us. Follow us on iTunes. Comment and leave feedback. Email us at gamersledge at gmail.com to ask questions. Give us feedback or make suggestions for what you'd like to see video reviews of next or things you'd like to hear us discuss. Uh, other than that, until next time, game on. Game on. Game on.